Hello, I'm Marcus Louth and welcome to the latest edition of the UFO Insight Podcast, where we examine all things UFOs and aliens, conspiracies and mysteries, and all aspects of the paranormal. Okay, today we will look at some of the many UFO encounters reported by celebrities. And while we might dismiss these sightings as attention-seeking, the fact is, for the most part, these people have much more to lose from reporting such encounters as opposed to keeping quiet about them. While there are several relatively prominent politicians with UFO encounters to speak of, which we will turn our attention to shortly, there are even more from the entertainment worlds of film and music. Whether that simply represents the fact that politicians for obvious reasons are less likely to speak about such incidents as actors or musicians is perhaps open to debate. For example, during a recording session in the early 1990s, American rock band Gin Blossoms would witness a bizarre object with flashing lights flying overhead. And what's more, they would watch it for around 20 minutes before it finally disappeared from sight. Perhaps one of the most well-known musicians to have witnessed a UFO is the one-time lead singer with the Manchester-based band Happy Mondays, Sean Ryder, who witnessed a bizarre object flying overhead when he was a teenager. Ryder's interest in such matters has continued over the years, with the former rock star fronting several television shows on UFO sightings and alien abduction. When rapper Lupe Fiasco was only 11 years old and living in Chicago in the early 1990s, he awoke one morning at around 7am with a bizarre blue glow enveloping him. At the same time, feelings of electric shocks were running through his body. As this was happening, he noticed a black disc hovering outside his family's home. Even stranger, the rapper still has a scar on his ankle which he claims he obtained during the strange incident. Certainly one of the biggest names to lay claims to having witnessed a UFO is Oscar-winning actor Russell Crowe. He would claim that after setting up video equipment in order to capture footage of fruit bats in his botanic gardens outside his office in Sydney, he unintentionally captured a glowing object hovering overhead. The Phoenix Lights UFO sighting is perhaps one of the most well-known UFO encounters on record. However, one of the things that is perhaps not so well-known is the fact that Hollywood actor Kurt Russell was the first person to make a report that evening in March 1997. The actor would reveal the incident in a 2017 interview with the BBC and was flying his son Oliver to meet his girlfriend at the time. He saw six lights over the airport and his son Oliver saw them too and asked him what they were. The actor would respond that he didn't know what they were. He had, however, recovered from his temporary shock of the bizarre scene and said out loud, I'm going to call it in. Incidentally, the incident would fade from Russell's mind quickly after, who would not mention it in the aftermath of the Phoenix-like sighting. However, several years later, when his partner actress Goldie Horn was watching a documentary about the incident, he suddenly recalled the gravity of what he had seen. Sammy Hagar, after establishing himself as a successful rock frontman in his own right by the early 1980s, would join veteran rockers Van Halen and replace the equally outrageous frontman Dave Lee Roth. Decades later, upon the release of his autobiography Red, My Uncensored Life in Rock, an account he claimed to have taken place in the 1970s was discussed, an incident that Hagar himself declared would make him sound like a crazy person. The incident took place at some point in the late 1970s at the rocker's home in California. Suddenly out of nowhere, Hagar felt a connection as if something was plugged into him. He would claim that this mysterious cosmic connection downloaded something into his consciousness or uploaded something from his brain like an experiment.
What's more, Hagar would state that the incident was but one of several extraterrestrial encounters he had experienced. One particular incident occurred when he was only four years old at his family home. In daylight, he would witness what he thought was a car with no wheels hovering over the house. He would begin throwing rocks at the strange craft, at which time his memory suddenly went blank. Although he certainly didn't say as much, such an incident would indicate an abduction encounter. It should also not surprise us that the late David Bowie, whose material showed a persistent fascination with space and alien life, also had several experiences with UFOs. In fact, Bowie's UFO experiences go back to when he was a child, with several alleged encounters during his childhood. The young teenage Bowie would even produce his own UFO newsletter with several other like-minded friends. Was he just a product of the times? He certainly wouldn't have been the only teenager at the time to have had an interest in space and visitors from other worlds. However, he was seemingly one of the, relatively speaking, few people who had witnessed these mysterious visitors. Bowie's interest in UFOs would last his entire life, as would, it would seem, the sightings of such mysterious crafts. Furthermore, Bowie was said to have had an interest bordering on obsession with cover-ups in the UFO world. What is particularly interesting about the sightings of David Bowie, and more specifically his reasoning of the cause of them, is that he would state his belief that rather than seeing a solid nuts and bolts craft, they were projections of his own mind. Indeed, this point is potentially important in understanding not only the UFO and alien question, but many other aspects of our reality, and how they intertwine and affect all of us. Writer, actor and director Dan Aykroyd is certainly no stranger to UFOs, extraterrestrials and conspiracy, and that is without taking his fictional scripts into account. Aykroyd has been an active researcher into UFOs and aliens as well as many other aspects of the paranormal and has had several experiences over the years, four in total. He would also state, however, that he couldn't be sure if what he saw was alien craft. Furthermore, at least according to Aykroyd, although the United States Air Force didn't really know much more than the rest of us, he would state that whatever they did state publicly, they most certainly did have an interest in such sightings. Perhaps even more amazing, he would recall how his driver, who had spent time in the Air Force, had informed him of an encounter where they had witnessed an object on the radar screen that was moving in excess of 70,000 miles per hour. Aykroyd has also had several encounters with the men in black while he was involved with the production of a documentary into UFOs. While at a television studio preparing for another interview, Aykroyd would suddenly notice a very tall, pale man wearing a dark suit and watching him from across the street. After giving the actor a dirty look, the strange man got back in a car which then drove away. Incidentally, in the days that followed, the UFO documentary was pulled and filming would stop immediately. Although it takes us into much darker territory, several claims and conspiracies involving the death of 1960s Hollywood movie icon Marilyn Monroe revolves around the idea that through her affairs with the Kennedy brothers, she had learned information regarding UFOs and what the United States government knew about them. While such claims are easily dismissed, in this case, they are at the very least intriguing. Not least as if true, it would begin to show the interconnected nature of the world that resides just slightly under the surface of the one on which most of us reside. One where connections between apparent opposing forces show an agenda that most would struggle to comprehend. As we might imagine, especially given the wealth of other conspiracies that have swirled around the actress since her sudden and mysterious death, the claims for those who find them worthy of their time to begin with are rather divisive within UFO and conspiracy circles. 
did the actress's knowledge of UFOs and an alien presence on Earth through her liaisons with the Kennedy brothers contribute to her death? It certainly isn't beyond the realm of possibility, regardless of how dark the notion might be, that such a claim might have an element of truth to it. In reality, however, both the times and the circles the actress moved in will make any definitive proof hard to obtain. As well as celebrities, as we did mostly understand them, there are also well-known figures from the world of politics who have also seemingly been witness to UFOs. Perhaps one of the most well-known names in history, and certainly one of the most influential people in the late 20th century, was two-time President of the United States Ronald Reagan, who publicly spoke of two UFO encounters he had personally experienced, one of which would even have all the signs of alien abduction. Now we examined Reagan's sightings in depth previously, so we won't go over them in full again here. However, when we had the many conspiracies of secret space programs apparently in full swing under his watch, as well as the many times he would suggest that something very untoward was taking place behind the scenes of what most people were aware of, we have to ask if such alien interaction was coincidental or not. Another United States president, in fact the president before Reagan, Jimmy Carter, also witnessed a UFO. And what's more, he had filed an official report with the National Investigations on Aerial Phenomena in September 1973, several years before becoming president. Carter's sighting took place in October 1969 in Leary, Georgia, while he was waiting outside for a meeting to begin. It was around 7.30pm when he, along with several other attendees, witnessed a very bright object changing colours. It was, he would recall, the darnest thing he had ever witnessed. Incidentally, Carter had promised to have every piece of information made available to the public concerning UFOs should he win the presidency. However, upon victory, he would claim that defence implications would prevent him from doing so. Almost half a century before Reagan and Carter's presidencies, across the Atlantic in the United Kingdom, British Prime Minister Winston Churchill also expressed an interest in UFOs and alien life, albeit much more privately. Furthermore, according to declassified information in 2010, the one-time Prime Minister was not only aware of the reality of such incidents, he along with the United States President Eisenhower ordered a covering up of such encounters as far back as the Second World War, several years before the alleged Roswell crash that held the beginning of the modern UFO era. We have examined on several occasions the alleged meeting between President Eisenhower and extraterrestrials in 1954. That he is mentioned here in the files of a one-time British Prime Minister regarding the covering up of information on UFOs is intriguing to say the least. According to the files, following a sighting by the crew of an RAF bomber plane returning to Britain, Churchill would write that such an incident would create mass panic amongst the general population. He would further state that he would destroy one's belief in the church. This is an interesting notion in itself, and while very much indicative of the times in general, further suggests a world in which the wider populace is purposely left unaware of the realities in which they live, almost guided by those in power to a life of unchallenged ignorance. Indeed, documents and writings discovered very recently show that Churchill not only had a passionate interest in the possibilities of extraterrestrial life, but he also had a rather well-rounded understanding of it, and what's more, it appeared he had done so for a great part of his adult life. In 2018, a somewhat controversial politician from Singapore, Goemang Sang, would state in no uncertain terms that he had witnessed a UFO and that he firmly believed in aliens and life on other planets. And what's more, he has made similar comments for several years. He would claim that in 2000, he would witness an object masquerading as a cloud, moving at a very low speed and glowing as it did so. 
Then it would take off at an astronomical speed and disappear from his sight. He would further claim that such technology of speed is unknown to human civilization, and that is why I believe there exists a more advanced civilization somewhere which is alien to Earth. No stranger to controversy, Goming Sang would then offer that his belief in the existence of alien UFOs is more credible than any religion. His rationale for this, which is not entirely inaccurate, being that such religions were followed by people who didn't even see their god or goddess. He would even label such people myopic and ignorant. He would then offer even more on the subject, stating that some UFO crafts are human-made. However, these crafts can only fly at normal speeds, and most often are saucer-shaped. By contrast, he would offer, those objects that could travel at the speed of light were most likely alien types. It is certainly an interesting stance, not least due to his standing as a high-ranking politician. However, he is certainly not the only politician to make such claims. In fact, several years earlier in the United Kingdom, a politician would make some truly remarkable claims. Simon Parks, who while serving as a councillor for the Labour Party in the United Kingdom, would declare in 2012 that his real mother was a green alien, and they had fathered a love child with an alien lover. What's more, he would make the claims on the national television show this morning, leaving the presenters open-mouthed and his constituents shocked. Needless to say, his comments were met with staunch criticism and mocking in equal measure by opposition politicians and his own party members alike, as well as some large portions of the mainstream media. While it is easy to dismiss Parts as a fantasist, his background is extremely intriguing in light of the seemingly outrageous claims. So much so, they fit the general pattern that many researchers have highlighted as being indicative of involvement of secret programs and elite units operating so far outside of the range of understanding for most members of the population. For example, his biological mother worked for MI5 for over a decade between 1965 and 1979. However, at least according to Parks, she would also work jointly for America's National Security Agency. And what's more, her secretive duties would include typing documents that related to crashed UFOs that had come down all over the Earth's surface. This wreckage was then retrieved by American Special Forces. Furthermore, his grandfather also worked jointly with British and American intelligence services and was also a prominent Freemason and also a diplomat to the United Nations. In 2009 in the state of Florida, a politician, Bettina Rodriguez, would first speak publicly of an alien encounter she had had before, then backtracking completely and all but denying the incident happened. She would initially state that not only did she see the strange extraterrestrial craft decades earlier when she was only seven years old, but that she went on board the ship. She would claim that there were round seats and quartz rocks that controlled the craft. Rodriguez would then go on to state that the alien entities would remain in regular telepathic communication with her for several years after the sighting. Even more intriguing, and certainly not the type of information that might simply enter a person's mind, she would make some startling revelations. For example, she would claim that 30,000 skulls that were different from humans currently reside in a cave system somewhere on the island of Malta, or perhaps that God was a universal energy, and that the energy centre of the world was Africa. However, several years later, when running for Congress, she would shy away from the claims, she would state that she had a strong belief in God. 
it would seem pretty clear to most that Rodriguez's climb down is most likely so as to fall in line with the current Republican ideology, which appears to lean increasingly more to the religious right. And such an ideology leaves little room for UFOs, and more specifically, aliens. Those in the entertainment industries are more often inclined to speak of such UFO and alien encounters than a politician, perhaps due to the need of the latter to appear level-headed at all times, and rightly or wrongly, talk of seeing UFOs and interacting with extraterrestrial creatures is most certainly not regarded by most as level-headed. However, although they quite often succeed in leading political or social causes, when as actors or musicians speak about incidents involving UFOs or aliens, the public tends to treat them with less credibility than they might a politician. The level of alcohol and drug consumption in both industries is perhaps the main reason why such accounts are treated so sceptically. What's more, even the perception of our respective realities may prove to be a key component in understanding such UFO and alien encounters. For example, are UFOs really coming to us from outer space, or might their appearance have more to do with how we view the world, and quite possibly from which door of perception we choose to view it from? Throughout history, many visions, generally achieved through the consumption of psychoactive properties, are largely assumed to be some kind of hallucination. However, might these visions be of another level of reality, one that these psychoactive properties assist us in being able to see? For reasons we don't fully understand, the creative mind perceives the world much differently to the majority of people. Is it this creative rion of the brain that possibly allows such people to see into the realms of these other realities? Or might those who witness such other realms experience a rewiring of the mind, resulting in an increased creative output? This way of thinking is an intriguing one, particularly for those researchers who suspect that there is a connection between many areas of the paranormal and the supernatural, that an understanding of UFOs and aliens, for example, will most likely lead to an understanding of ghosts, hauntings and apparitions. Might it be that those who say this is all there is, that humans are essentially animated pieces of meat and that once dead are gone are correct, or do such people live in the same ignorance as those who believe in the heaven-hell paragon? Safe from having to begin to contemplate the questions that have both driven humanity and frustrated it. Why are we here? What is the point? And what is our reality? It would surely be the height of human ignorance to completely dismiss such accounts, writings and claims in our contemporary world of not just UFO encounters, but of a whole manner of bizarre phenomena, such as telepathy, clairvoyance, the concept and repeated examples of reincarnation, and the general nature of our universe, to name but a few. While these things remain for most of us beyond the scope of our understanding, they are not beyond the scope of our recognition. Through such and continued study would come the clarity we have collectively sought for eons. Indeed, such notions should suddenly make us contemplate the nature of our existence and what life, human life, really means. Such things as aliens and ghosts, concepts that in one form or another have been with us since the beginning of time, will likely clarify the more these barriers to our collective perceptions are removed. There are then many more celebrity reports of UFO encounters than we might expect. Whether it is an intentional situation or not, many people who are well known the world over have witnessed the same bizarre sightings, lights in the sky and even bizarre entities seemingly from elsewhere, just like the rest of the population. Is this a planned and purposeful move, and if so, by whom and why? 
while it would make sense on a certain level from an extraterrestrial's perspective to seek out a well-known person whose voice can reach millions after we have examined albeit briefly the nuance of human existence and perception suggests such moves would have little actual impact or does the ability to see and perceive these alien entities from other worlds or dimensions rely on the chemicals of the individual mind are they quite literally dependent on how each individual perceives the world if so how do these personal perceptions mesh to create our collective existence or perhaps they don't perhaps the nature of reality is much more personal and subjective than we can currently understand more than that, we must then question what is the nature of our collective existence and how it might fit into these seemingly endless realms of existence whose walls occasionally fall, allowing them to merge, albeit temporarily. For now, I'll simply thank you for joining me and be sure to leave any thoughts in the comments and check out the links for further reading on some of the cases and theories we've been discussing here today. Remember to subscribe to our channel and follow us on social media to keep up to date on future podcasts, articles and videos. And if there is anything you want us to feature on future podcast episodes, then get in touch at marcus at ufoinsight.com. Until next time, goodbye and take care.